Are you a franchisor, whether early or established, looking for tips and tricks and fresh new ideas on taking your franchise company to the next level? I'm Angela Cote, and I call myself a franchise growth catalyst. I use my experience having grown up in the world of franchising, spending many years on the franchisor side of the franchise relationship, lots of time out in the field supporting franchisees, and then 18 years myself as a multi-unit franchisee. I'm super passionate about creating transformational impact to help franchise companies grow. If you are looking for ideas, we talk about anything from franchisee recruitment, how to find the best franchisees that are going to be the top performers in your brand, to how to support them to really optimize their output. We are more than open to hearing ideas and questions and suggestions. So reach out to me at Angela at AngelaCote.com. Alrighty, let's get started with the Franchise Growth Catalyst podcast. Hello, Angela Cote here, back with another episode of the Franchise Growth Catalyst podcast, the podcast where franchisors can find unconventional yet practical advice on how to improve franchisee profitability, create exponential growth, and of course, make franchising fun. Now for today, for today's episode, what I'd like to do is share with you a little bit of a story of a journey that I went through in the interest of trying to help you uh, overcome any roadblocks you're having about something that you're trying to do. And I thought it was timely as we head into the new year, into 2021, to be really thinking about something that you've been trying to do, but that you've been putting off. So I'm not so much talking about a resolution, but rather something in your business that you know you know would be a good thing to do and you've just sort of had some analysis paralysis or you know you just can't really figure out how to do it and i'm really hoping that by the end of this podcast episode you're going to feel inspired to do that thing and figure out how to do it and feel like you actually can accomplish it. So you're not going to have those roadblocks. So stay with me. And here we go. I'm going to tell you a story about when I first started calling myself a franchise consultant. And it was back about five years ago when I was trying to figure out what to do next and had stumbled across this idea of helping franchisors. You know, I was networking my local business community and people were saying, hey, would you mind going for a coffee? Because I'm trying to figure out if I should franchise my business and you must know something about franchising. At this time, I was trying to get away from the things that I had done my whole life, which were in the world of franchising and retail with the family business, retail frozen food. And thinking that it might be fun to do something maybe in the tech industry, maybe help people that are trying to launch their tech businesses with the, you know, types of things that I learned over the years about business. But somehow it just kept coming back at me that people were looking for help with how to franchise or how to fix the problems they'd made along the way with franchising. So it became a thing. And early on in this journey, after I'd created a website and uh, well, had one created and a business uh, logo and a business card and all that, I was hearing about the importance of blogging and e-newsletters and getting your content out there. And I thought it made a lot of sense. So I started trying to write articles. And when I wrote these articles, 
as I was calling them, or blog posts, I would think of it like, okay, I've got to do something really unique and original and innovative so that people will actually pay attention because everything else has already been done. You know, when I would research things that I already knew that I I thought, well, oh, I could write about this. And I'd look it up and I'd find three articles on that topic or 10 articles or or whatever else I could find. And I'd think, oh, well, nobody's going to want to go to mine because they're not going to know who I am. And so I, I was roadblocked because I thought I had to come up with something really creative and different. And for whatever reason, I guess maybe I just got lucky. It suddenly hit me that, wait a minute, it's not so much that I need to be unique. It's that the people that are interested in doing business with me want to hear my voice and what I think and how I approach these topics. So the topic might already be out there, but I'm just going to share my thoughts on that specific topic. Even if I sound like everyone else, the point is it would help people understand what I know and help to boost my credibility and then just get me some content and presence online. So that was how I wrapped my head around kind of the idea of like thinking that I needed to really be innovative. So my number one original roadblock was thinking that I didn't have content that was unique enough and that it wasn't going to stand out amongst the noise. So once I wrap my head around, okay, so don't overthink what you're going to write about. Just, you know, what are the topics that I know that I can share with my potential audience? So I committed to let's do this. And I wanted to try to do an article every week that would go in an e-newsletter and then on my website as well, once it was launched on the e-newsletter. And I wrote a couple of articles and I was like, boy, this takes a lot of time. And I realized that like it was really hard for me to kind of put aside the day-to-day activities to stop and write my thoughts out in a creative way. And a lot of people that do writing know that, you know, sometimes you need to be in that right headspace. So to just sort of schedule it into my day didn't feel natural and didn't but didn't feel like it flowed with what I was doing. So I found myself roadblocked once again. And so from there, I was thinking like, how can I make this easier? Like I'm all about simplifying things and being practical about approaches to things. And it hit me that, you know, maybe I don't, and I think it was actually a business coach that helped me with this. So I actually shouldn't even take the credit for it. It wasn't so much that it hit me, but rather um, got this insight from a business coach that said, you know, why are you trying to write a whole big article? Why not just share a tip each week? One tip. I was like, oh my gosh, I can do that. That's way easier. So I called it my exponential growth tip. And I started doing it um, where I would just say like, what's one of the one way that you can inspire and motivate your franchisees or what's one uh, trick or tip to finding franchisees or how can we know if a franchisee is a fit or whatever these topics are. So I started doing it. And even then, uh, once again, third time, I found myself a little bit roadblocked. And for me, writing is, is okay. I'm not bad at it, but it does take a little bit more effort. And it hit me that, you know, I'm pretty comfortable talking and I'm pretty comfortable in front of the camera. And I know that that might not be the case for everybody, but the point is for me, I knew that that was something that I would be more comfortable with. So I thought instead of trying to get this perfectly written and feel like I've got to think about this a whole lot, what if I were to just jump on a video using my phone and share the tip as just a, a, a verbal video tip? So sure enough, that is how I started doing 
my videos. And I was doing it at a time when I'm not saying I was certainly not a pioneer, that's for sure. But definitely, if you if you look back at my LinkedIn and my any of my social media, you'll see that I was doing these videos, making these videos three, four years ago. And it was at a time, so it was at a time when it was a little bit less common. And so the things that helped me just to review, get to that point were when I hit those roadblocks were really overall the messages to stop overthinking that, you know, you you know, it's got to be a certain way, like you never know. And then to realize that people wanted to hear my voice, if they were going to look at potentially working with me and then to make it work for me. So for me, it was easier to go in front of the video for you. It might be the other way around and you might prefer um, a podcast or you might prefer writing. You might actually prefer doing it as a blog or a little exponential growth tip of your own sort. But finding that thing that you're like, yeah, I can, I can do that. Stick to that thing because that's the thing that you're actually going to do. Now, the other piece of this that kind of comes out in all of this is that we've really got to stop trying to get it perfect because as I always say, doing something is better than nothing. And, you know, when I look back at the videos I was making then, and even now, and even this podcast that I'm recording, I am just sharing from the heart right now because I'm super passionate about this. And I know that I could have spent an hour writing out some notes and a framework and an outline, but that might've slowed me down. And I might've started to get to a point where I was investing too much time and energy into this rather than just getting it done. So um, you've probably heard me say that perfection is the enemy of done. um, And that people that are uh, perfectionists are often usually perfectionists because of fear. And we've got to get over that fear that people are judging us. And, you know, it really, at the end of the day, if somebody is listening to my podcast or watching one of my videos and they're judging me and it doesn't resonate with them, then I probably don't really want to attract them as a client or person in my network anyway. So hopefully that is going to give you some food for thought. I really can't emphasize enough that you know, the minute you start to overthink it and get it perfect is, is the minute you're really, you know, slowing yourself down and risking the potential of actually getting it done. And I think this happens to a lot of people. So I'd like you to stop and think right now about something that you've been thinking about doing. And maybe to make it simple, maybe start thinking about something to do with social media. And again, it doesn't have to be making videos. You could, howdy folks. Just a quick interruption here to ask, as a franchisor, do you sometimes feel like it's lonely at the top? Like your friends and family don't really understand the unique challenges you face as a franchisor? Well, that's exactly why at Angela Cote Inc., we launched the Play Bigger Performance Groups. These are small groups for franchisors to come together and learn from each other, support each other, and hold each other accountable to achieving their growth goals. Check it out at angelacote.com forward slash play bigger. Find third-party articles on a topic that is relevant to your audience, and you could put a little quote at the top of your post that you're putting when you share that article on what you think about the article um, or whatever it is. Find something that feels natural to you and feels easy. And even if it's just a small thing and it's not perfect, it's better to do that than to do nothing. And don't forget that by doing something, we get clarity. So whether or not 
the thing we do is the thing we continue to do isn't really important because when we try that thing that we're not sure about, that's how we get the clarity. For me, it was actually, you know, trying to write blog articles that made me realize that's not my thing. So I had to try something, even though it didn't end up being the thing that I was doing. And it kind of reminds me a little bit of the roundtables that I run. And I started running on March 16th of 2020 when franchisors needed a place to come together. And I'm not kidding. Every week, every time I ran one of those roundtables for the first few months, I would literally be sitting there opening my Zoom going, I sure hope people show up. And, you know, the waiting room would start to fill up. And sure enough, they did. But there were times when there were smaller groups and we ran it anyway. But if I hadn't just done it, I wouldn't have gotten clarity that that was something that the franchise community needed. And so it ha- it all came from, you know, doing something. And I often use a line that I love by one of my favorite uh, thought leaders, Marie Forleo, on clarity comes from engagement, not thought. So don't let that stop you that you're you know, sh- you know not sure. Just try it and that will help you get the clarity. All right. So that is my exponential growth tip for you today on the Franchise Growth Catalyst podcast. Now go be awesome.